Welcome to AM Best Audio. Like most natural catastrophes, flooding is unpredictable and can occur anywhere and at any time, even outside of hurricane season when we typically see major flooding events. At the start of the new year, amid a years-long drought, Rare rainstorms in California created substantial flooding that turned entire neighborhoods into lakes. And last December, Buffalo, New York was hit by a historic blizzard that dumped more than four feet of snow before temperatures suddenly climbed into the 50s, creating the potential threat of flooding across parts of the city. I'm Lori Chortis for AMS TV, and joining us now to talk about the unpredictability of floods and how we can prepare for those catastrophic events is John Dixon. He's the president and CEO of private flood insurance provider, Aon Edge. John, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. My pleasure, Lori. Thanks for having me. John, why is flooding an unpredictable peril? And why are we now seeing more flooding events throughout the year, including outside of hurricane season? That's a great question. Boils down to the fact that flooding is a natural disaster, and, and just by the very nature of the definition, these are unpredictable events, volatile events that can strike any place, any time. And the examples that you just recapped are, are, are perfect examples of exactly that. Now, in, in the flooding industry, uh, much of the industry historically has relied on, on maps, and these flood insurance rate maps are intended to, to show where risk lies and and how risky certain locations are. Uh, when compared to other locations. The problem with that process is it turns out the water does not know to stop at the lines that we draw on these maps. And that's the problem we run into time and again. People assume that they're on the right side of one of these lines and flooding is not an issue for them. And then lo and behold, they're inundated with record-setting rainfall, sea level rise, you name the cause of flooding, and they find that they have a massive problem on their hands. What makes the recent California flooding unique? See, and I think if you look back at what's happened over even the last four or five years, I'm not sure I would call it unique. I would call it yet another example of what I'm talking about, where flooding is happening in places where you don't see it traditionally happening. Um, California is a great example. You, you have these atmospheric river events, and, and there's actually a, a thermodynamics equation out there that says for every one degree Celsius increase in atmospheric in the ambient air temperature, uh, our atmosphere has the ability to hold 7% more water. So the, the, the ability for the atmosphere to hold water is increasing exponentially as, as temperatures rise. What we're seeing in California is the byproduct of that event. The event comes through, has significantly more water than it did in years past, and then deploys that water across our communities and our homes. It doesn't stop there, though. Think about Hurricane Ida. This is a storm that blew ashore on the coast of Louisiana, traveled over 1,000 miles inland, and devastated parts of Eastern Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Unprecedented. And I think that's part of the challenge here as we continue to use the word unprecedented to describe these events. Rather, maybe we should start thinking about, here's another example about why yesterday's practices are not serving today's needs. Some scientists say the recent storms in California are a glimpse of what's to come in terms of future catastrophic floods. Are states and others prepared to endure that? And how can communities better prepare for flooding? That's a great question, Lori. I think what it boils down to, and we're saying is, we don't know where it's going to flood next. And since, since we don't know where it is going to flood next, it is incumbent that everybody be prepared. 
Now, Aon Edge, we talk about flood insurance solutions that work for everybody. And for flood insurance to work, it truly has to do that. It has to reach every home. It has to work for our agent population. It has to work for the insurance companies that assume the risk under this natural catastrophe peril of this insurance solution protecting our homes and communities. For it to work for everybody, we have to have a better understanding of the risk of flood, and we have to have better participation of our communities and our homes and our flood insurance programs. Now, one of the things that we've seen recently was in Florida, uh, the Florida legislature in a special session uh, passed a measure related to Citizens Property Insurance Corporation. Citizens is the largest company, insurance company in the state of Florida, run by the state of Florida. And with this new measure, everybody that has insurance through Citizens by the year of 2028 must have flood insurance. That starts in 2023. Uh, 2023 essentially says those that have purchased it as a mandatory requirement from FEMA uh, must have flood insurance with Citizens. And the starting in 2024, homes of a certain value and above have to carry flood insurance. That threshold will drop year over year until all citizens policyholders are protected against the peril of flood. This benefits all Floridians. What impact are these flooding events having on the insurance industry and what can insurers and those in the industry do to prepare, assess and help mitigate flood related losses? I think the biggest impact that it's had on the insurance industry as a whole is, is it's reinforcing the need for continued investment in this space. I think there's pockets of the industry that are doing very well today and are harnessing the powers of, of newly developed computer models, of new mapping technology, of new risk diversification strategies, and a new ability to deploy resources quickly throughout the country and around the globe. But that investment must continue for us to stay ahead of this catastrophic peril. Uh, I think what we saw with Hurricane Ida in, in, in 2022 was yet another call to action. We need, we can do a better job um, making sure that we have capital deployed responsibly in a disciplined fashion and that we have resources ready to respond and help people in time of need. I saw an article just yesterday about folks that are living in tents and pop-up campers because they've yet to receive payouts on their insurance policies. That can't happen. And so I think as an industry, we need to continue to explore and invest in ways to help people recover from these devastating events as quickly as possible. What trends are you now seeing around both inland and urban flooding and what implications do they have on disaster preparation and recovery? I think I'll go full circle to where we started today, Lori. The trend that I'm seeing is just it, it continued unpredictability. If we keep thinking about flood insurance through the lens of yesterday, and trying to think about, you know, where is it going to flood today based on where it flooded yesterday, we will continue to be caught off guard. And so the trends that we're seeing is that floods happen anywhere, anytime to anybody. And if we accept that truism, I think we as an industry, we as a, as a population, we as a country can better respond to these events and be more resilient in the face of these devastating events. And what do you foresee for future flooding and flood-related losses? Are there any changes coming about or perhaps any new regulations on the horizon that might impact this area going forward? Well, I think the biggest change is, is what we're seeing unfold in Florida. And I think for the next several years, all eyes will be on Florida uh, to see how this plays out for the Sunshine State. I think it's a positive development. And so, the, again, Focused on Florida, what's going to happen there? It'll be interesting to see as communities become better protected, uh, insurance, uh, the number of homes insured increases dramatically, 
Again, think about California. You talked about those storms. The statistic that was reported in the news this week is that roughly 2% of those impacted carried flood insurance. Imagine if that 2% were 100%. And now imagine how quickly we could have homes rebuilt, people back in school, small business owners back up and running, our infrastructure restored. And so I think the trends that we're going to be seeing is watching how it goes in Florida the next few years as this new regulation takes root. John, thank you very much for speaking with us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. That was AM Edge President and CEO John Dixon. For AM Best TV, I'm Lori Chortis. Looking to get the full attention of the insurance industry? We have the platforms that will do just that. Whether it be AM Best TV, AM Best Audio, Best Review Magazine, or Best Day. Find out more by calling AM Best Advertising Sales at 908-439-2200, extension 5399, and have a great day.